This is The Jerry Callahan Show. We have this uh, philosophy in talk radio, and I think it's a good one, this approach where you, uh, it, the content, the subject is really secondary. It's, it's, it's almost irrelevant if you can have a good debate. You can debate anything. If you have two sides and you go at it and uh, there's energy and intensity, people will listen. And the example they always gave, this is from you know consultants and program directors, there was a uh, show, I believe it was in Washington, D.C. I forget the uh, principles involved, but they debated for an entire show who would win a shark or an alligator. One guy thought it was an alligator. Another guy thought it was a shark. And they went at it. They took calls. They made their arguments. And it was really good radio. Obviously, it's it's relevant and idiotic. I mean, although, did you guys see the video of the guy swimming and it gets attacked by an alligator? No. It's wild. It's wild. He gets bitten, but he just keeps swimming. He comes out of the water. The alligator's waiting in the water to see if he goes back in. He's fine. He got a little scratch, but it's it's wild. You got to check it out. Baby alligator? I don't know. Nope. It's a real alligator, and it just bites his arm. He kind of pushes it away, gets out of the water, and he's just matter-of-factly like, well, that was was close. I don't want to get sidetracked. I want to make a point here that before we started recording, you know, like they always say, oh, man, <laughs> I think it was Dale Arnold. Somebody would talk about how, oh, we had more fun off the air than we had on the air. We used to say that. And well, and we well. would, we'd laugh and say, hey, um, give us an example. Well, here's what we did before we came on. I kind of sat back and let you two go at it. And we debate. They, you debated. You debated whether Benny Goodman was a racist or not. Uh, a, a turtle boy thinks he was uh, uh, absolute uh, a white supremacist, perhaps a Klansman, and kept not what I said. Man, you implied it, and he was he was, okay. Carano, Carano said no. He had an integrated band. You both started googling and you debated. So, are we going to settle this now, boys? Did Benny Goodman have an integrated band? Um, Benny Goodman, one of my father's heroes, one of my father's favorites. I'm sure he wasn't a racist. I'm just certain of it. But I I haven't done the research that you guys have done. I haven't Googled it. Did he have an integrated band or did he not? Well, he had one he when he could go, when he could bring it to, uh, to clubs that were integrated. Yes. Yeah, so like the, he, is that he's... a yes? You sound like Merrick Garland now. Uh, all right. Getting some feedback. Uh, just back. answer the hard. question. The answer is uh, yes. 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 Gary, the, yeah, Benny, the Benny Goodman orchestra, like you say the Beatles are the Beatles integrated band. No. Has Paul McCartney done shows with artists of color? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's where we have it. The Benny Goodman orchestra. Google it. Google image it. Everyone's white. Has Benny done shows with artists like Chick Webb, Count Basie, people like that? Yes, he's also done that. So that's completely separate. I'm right. Carano's kind of right. That's it. <laughs> so you're both right? Okay. Mostly so, uh, me, but yes, he's partly the, right. The too. reason we got into this, and I, I find this subject fascinating because it's it's something we go back to often. And and you have you and I have talked about it, Turtle Boy. Yeah. Carano and I talked about it yesterday when we discussed, you know, the big uh, Mike Silver scoop that the Houston Texans owner said China virus uh, that uh, and the other story that we mentioned, uh, which was Romo uh, 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 making a joke about Giselle. It's like some days there just isn't a real outrage, so they have to invent it. They have to make it up in the case of Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. They don't experience 
any racism in their lives. They don't know it. They don't see it. So what do they do? They make it up because they need it. They want it. They have to have it. I mean, that's the reason Barack Obama got elected because people, lots of people went to the polls and wanted to prove that they were okay with a black president. They wanted to be part of history. They didn't want to be thought of even in their own mind, like they had a problem with a black president. So they voted for him, even though he had no experience, even though he was the, the, a weak candidate and proved to be an awful president. They didn't care. They wanted to make history and they did anyway. And he's, and subsequently he's made, you know, half a billion dollars and he's still out there grifting, doing podcasts with Bruce and making um, a fortune at Netflix. Anyway, they sit down and talk. We, we got into this a little bit yesterday, but we didn't spend enough time on it as much as we wanted to. They do, I guess, another friggin' podcast. Is it, is that where they had this conversation? Yeah, on they, this? they have like a 10 episode podcast. Yeah, it's, it's awful. I saw the first episode. It's absolutely awful. It's just two elitist, pompous, out of touch, uh, preening, uh, liberal, uh, limousine liberals, totally out of touch with reality sitting there, you know, jerking each other off, talking about how, uh, you know, wonderful they are. Not, not like literally, not like like turtle boy or anything. But I mean, they just hey, come on. Um, what? what? <laughs> Stop <laughs> so, it. Go ahead. Go on. I, anyway, I, I got that. Uh, you, you can take it. I, I'm pretty sure you can. Oh yes, can, I can. Yes, yeah. you can. You, you we I'm know with words. We know that. So they're they're just shooting the breeze like two regular guys before they do their photo shoot on uh, Bruce's Corvette, which you have to see this picture. Talk about two hardos. They're both leaning in with this kind of tough guy look as they are uh, uh, leaning on Bruce's Corvette. Um, but they have this conversation and we'll play some of it, but uh, Obama points out that if when Clarence Clemens was on stage, Bruce Springsteen fans loved him. They cheered from him. They, they just loved him. But if they saw him in a bar, Oh, they would start calling him the N word. Now, immediately any, any you know, honest person says that is a lie. Obama is smart enough to know it's a lie, but again, he uses racism. He uses it. He needs it. He needs to divide and 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 conquer, and that's what he does. And Bruce does too. I'm not sure who's more despicable: Obama lying about Springsteen fans, or Springsteen. Oh, it's definitely Obama because Springsteen just kind of nodded and said, "Yeah." yeah but, that's, but, but consider this, Carano: Springsteen's made you know probably closer to a billion than Obama. He probably has seven hundred million dollars. Because of those people, True. these are the people who put him where he is, who made him a fortune, who made him a, a legend and an icon. So those people who uh, idolize Bruce and Clarence or you know, idolize Clarence, he knows them. He knows they're not racist. He knows they would ne they would never, ever, you know, not, not one of them would ever call Clarence the N-word to his face, behind his back, either way. They adored Clarence Clemens. But if, if, if uh, Springsteen thinks that it possibly could have happened once or twice, he could say yes there. You know what I mean? But, well, he, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't have an example. He doesn't, and, no. and, and, and And we can get to this column by John Nolte, this great column on Breitbart, well, where he points out oh, are you going to uh, criticize the I column? I just think it's it's like a very, it's, it's not even a column. It's just this like... What are you talking about? What is it? Just what a goofy... I, there's just not much there. It's not a well-written thing. I was surprised it's, you liked it so much as a writer. It's a great written column, which makes a great point, points out what a liar Obama is, and makes uh, examples of, uh, well, first of all, we didn't get into this yesterday, but Obama points out to Bruce, 
he asks a question of Bruce. He says, how unusual was it to have an integrated band back in the day? And as, as Nolte points out, says, are you effing kidding me? The question itself is a lie. There was nothing unusual about it. And he lists a dozen bands, big bands, small bands, Benny Goodman, you know, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, uh, the Almond Brothers, KC and the Sunshine Band, on and on and on it goes. Uh, uh, examples of KC and the Sunshine Band's a good one. That's a very good one. Integrated bands in the 70s and 80s and 60s and 50s. I mean, just all kinds of, there was nothing unusual about it. There was, I, I was a huge Springsteen fan in the 70s and 80s. The race of Clarence Clemens was never ever mentioned the idea that the band was integrated or was somehow, you know, somehow they were pioneers or trailblazers is utter nonsense. It wasn't an issue then. It's not now. They're making it up because they need, as we always point out, Turtle Boy, the, the supply of racism just doesn't meet the demand. In this case, they want there to be an example. Springsteen would love an example of people, you know, harassing uh, Clarence Clemens because of his race. It didn't happen. And, and we know it didn't happen. They're just making this up. And I think Springsteen, in this, ex in this case, is more despicable than Obama. We know Obama's a race hustler. We know that's what he does. That's how he got where he is. Springsteen, they're talking about his own fans, devoted fans of Bruce that go to his shows and buy his, his records and, and adore, uh, idolize the man. And he doesn't feel compelled to defend them. As I pointed out yesterday, and again, I think it's a really good comparison. Um, he's like the Red Sox owners. I mean, again, they're, they're 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 loathsome limousine liberals who have you know billions of dollars and are, are big liberals, and they but but they never miss the opportunity to turn and dump on their own fans. Yeah, it's I think some... the Red Sox ownership is worse. You think about Bruce, he's an introverted guy. He's not confrontational at all. He just doesn't have the stones to sit with the president and, and disagree with him. Not I think that's the problem. You ever seen him during an election? You see him campaign? Uh, you know, did you see him do when a he's whole performing, show about Trump and how much he hates Trump and and I mean, he campaigned for John Kerry. Yeah, Talk when he's performing, Trump. it's different. When it's just him and the pre and the former president, he just doesn't have the stones to go against him. I think it was more just well, he didn't want to be disagreeable. Him, it's one thing to disagree or fight about something, but to allow the former president to flat out lie about your people, your fans, to allow it to nod and smile uh, in, in uh, you know docilely is despicable. He's a despicable. Uh, Obama is a despicable person, but Bruce has become one in many ways who won't even defend his own fans. He won't even defend Jerry. Like it, that's become fashionable now is right. for, you know, p white people enjoy just getting shit on. It's like, yes, call me a racist. Yes. I need to work on this. I need, I haven't read enough Kendi. I haven't read enough <laughs> Robin D'Angelo. I need to become more in touch with my whiteness and realize the problems that I have. That is what's cool right now is saying stuff like that. And so his audience I'm sure many of them actually enjoy being told, like, yes, you suck, kind of. <laughs> well, which we can get into the column, the, the person that you destroyed this week on, uh, on your blog, on TV Daily News. It was brilliant. Um, and it was so thorough. And as I often do while reading you, I say, why are you the only one? Why are you the only one? This used to be the job of journalists. This used to be the job of people who get paid, you know, whatever, $70,000 a year to work at the Boston Globe. They do just the opposite now. They protect the powerful. They're like they're like Satan in Angel Heart. 
You know, that's what Satan did. He protects the powerful. That's what the Boston Globe does now. They are, they're sat satanic. I mean, let's be honest, they're demonic. They, they're, they're all Satanists at the Globe. They protect the powerful. You need the weird Worcester blogger. You need him on the wall. You need him to expose these frauds. I don't even remember her name. We obviously have talked a lot about Monica Cannon-Grant. Oh, that one. Okay. Monica I wasn't Cannon sure if you were going Melrose or Zena Merchant, but go ahead. Uh, it's both. It's a good point. It's a good point. Two social justice warriors, total frauds. One who made Monica Cannon-Grant what, what she is today, her her sugar daddy, sugar mommy, the one that got her, got her all sugar the mama. That's Sugar mama, got her all the donations. And the other person... I don't even think we have time to get into it because it's just, it's so thorough. You destroy this woman who's the superintendent of schools in Melrose and became, went national, by the way. She went global because she canceled, canceled, Halloween. canceled Halloween, canceled Halloween. And I honestly was looking at your, uh, your tweet and your tease and saying, you know, is this just some, you know, whatever, some a-hole social. And I didn't realize I couldn't come up with on my own. I needed you to come up with the reason Halloween is racist. <laughs> like what could be no. racist about it? It's I, you, you have to work really hard turtle boy to find racism in Halloween. And I, I remember watching somebody it was somebody on, uh, I think it must've been on Fox news. One of these guys who uh, could have been Lawrence Jones or somebody talking about how, when they were uh, kids, I don't think it was long. I forget who it was. They were talking about how their kids, how you just, made your own costume. And I mentioned this, I don't know, months ago, like you just put on old clothes and you went as a bum, which by the way, you're not supposed to do anymore. You went as a bum. I believe the ADL sent out rules for Halloween. You're not supposed to culturally appropriate other people's culture. And they, they definitely uh, frowned upon going as a bum. Cause that would be classist. Uh, <laughs> classist, right. That'd be demonizing the poor and the, the less fortunate, but, that's what we did. You took a piece of uh, charcoal and you rubbed it on your face and you became a burglar too. You, you put on like a dark cap. Not nowadays you don't. No more charcoal nowadays face. You, don't. you went as a burglar or you went, you know, you just went as a bum. You got an old ripped up shirt with, with gloves, with no fingers, you know, and, and you, and you had an old bag and you pretended you were a hobo, a hobo. Can't do any of those things anymore. But I still don't get quite the racist. Just give me a quick synopsis, Turtle Boy. What, what's racist? I, think, I don't They just said it's not inclusive. And I, I don't know if race is what they're saying or uh, who is it offensive to? Jehovah's Witnesses? And since when do we care about Jehovah's Witnesses? They literally come to your door and try to sell you religion. <laughs> and we're going to cancel Halloween, a holiday where kids come to your door and ask for candy. Because Jehovah's Witnesses who come to your door That's are offended not by the that. reason why. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, then who else is offended? Who like? Who, um, like that? Well, I, I thought it was. That's a good question. I thought it was like poor kids can't afford costumes because now rich kids have very oh. elaborate costumes. But oh, it, that it, may, that might be it. You might be onto something. But if this too. woman feels like uh, Halloween is not inclusive, what the hell is she going to do at Christmas? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or Thanksgiving. Like we Thanks. have all these other holidays off. They're like, you know, they're literally Christian holidays that are, you know, inclusive and exclusive, and exclusive of Jews, Jews. And, and other religious people who don't celebrate this particular holiday. We all get it off. It's state mandated, but Halloween is the offensive one. I know. You, you, you take a religious holiday off. You're not religious. You hate religion. You hate Christians. You hate Christ. You hate everything about it. And yet you take the day off. And I'm going to guess 
that fraud that she wrote about Melrose puts some lights out and some, puts a wreath out and, you know, doesn't have a big problem with celebrating Christmas. You know, when she gets a, a, a week off, not a day, a week off paid, she's okay with it. But it's a great blog and you just leave no speck of meat on her bones. That's what journalism used to be and what it is in some cases. It's what you do. It's what, you know, newspapers and TV used to do is afflict the uh, comfortable and comfort the afflicted. You take her down. If people around the country want to know why this this pinhead uh, superintendent is canceling Halloween, check out TV Daily News and read all about it. But um, uh, I was glad to see, I was glad to see wrapping up the Springsteen Obama. I was glad to see somebody, at least somebody, and John Nolte again did it brilliantly, despite what Carano says, brilliantly took down Springsteen and Obama and 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 just kind of in a nice short column points out what liars and frauds they are um I I I I understand that Springsteen's a race hustler just like Obama but in this case it's so despicable that you can't defend the people who made you what you are today that's what bothers me just like with the Red Sox you want to be you want to be a, a big big liberal and a big whatever social justice warrior john henry linda pizzuti that's fine but you know what's going to happen again someone's going to accuse red sox fans of being racist somebody a player a media person there will be lying like tory hunter was lying or adam jones was lying and i predict right now the owners will turn on the fans again the owners will say oh it's a you know, our history it haunts me john henry was haunted by the name of a street he, he couldn't sleep at night. What? I mean, honestly, if you don't, if you can't recognize a liar and a fraud when he says a street sign kept them up at night, he went, you know, he cares that so that that much about racism in this city that he would look at the sign that said Yaki Way and it and it haunted him. It, it just he couldn't he couldn't rest. So they had to change it to uh, is that David Ortiz Way? Is that what that is? No, it's um Jersey Jersey what? Jersey Street. Jersey Street, right? Jersey. Yeah, wait, wait till wait till he goes to New Jersey for the first time, and he's going to be really offended. <laughs> really well, I offended. Believe, I believe someone went back and looked up Jersey, the guy Jersey from hundreds of years ago from from England, and he, you know, he owned slaves, of course. You know, there's uh, the yeah, idea. He wasn't inclusive at all. I believe that guy definitely no diversity or equity in his plantation. I mean, I mention Yaki all the time because it's not the racism. They don't really have evidence of racism, but I do believe he enabled a child molester who was a clubhouse attendant, who was a friend of mine. I didn't know what he was doing. I, I you know, pled ignorance to this many times, kind of like what the current ownership did. They had a child molester in the clubhouse and, you know, they uh, washed their hands said, we knew nothing. We knew nothing. So Yaki, was a sinner for sure, but I believe he was not much different than from current ownership and that he uh, looked the other way when he had a, 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 a pedophile in the clubhouse. But we don't have to get into that today. I wanted to mention uh, I wanted to mention the Springsteen thing because we didn't spend nearly enough time on it yesterday and was thrilled to see other people acknowledge, including, by the way, Kirk Minahan acknowledge what a disgrace. That was a big Springsteen step for him. Is. I know he felt I know. Uh, uncomfortable. That couldn't have been it. easy. No. No, it must have been hard. Could not have been easy for to see that his guy would doing the same exact thing as John Henry and Linda Basuti and Sam Kennedy. You know, two of his three of his favorite people. 
We're, do, we're no different from Springsteen, but they can't help themselves. You know it better than anyone, Turtle Boy. If they get an opportunity to use race in any way to advance their agenda, they do it, even if it means just making it up. Is anyone less of a victim of racism than Barack Obama? I don't know what you call, <laughs> call No, he's the most the, powerful man in the world for eight years. Are you kidding who me? Wouldn't, who wouldn't be there? He wouldn't be anywhere near there if he were white. I mean, it's... Yes, he would. Stop. That's not what? true. Are you he, kidding? You think, you think a, a, a one-term, first-term senator who had an undistinguished career in the state... Oh, like, oh, like John F. Kennedy? Like a first-term senator like that who became president? That's never happened before. John, John Kennedy happened. John Kennedy at least was uh, in, you know, a, a, was in the war. I mean... He at least it was. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that's why John Kennedy won because he was in the war. John well, Kennedy well, won. Give me, give me, give me Obama's qualifications. Uh, the qualifications was the economy, stupid, and anyone with a D well, in front of their name would anyone any moron with the D in front of their name would have won in 2008, Jerry. Okay, anyone, there were lots of D's. There were lots of D's with lots of experience in the Senate. There, there was D's. two. There was two. There was Hillary and Obama. That's it. What are, you call, what are you talking about? There were lots of D's in this country. When I mean, we'll go back, we'll go back over the field. Every single person in the field had more experience than Obama. Uh, I'm seriously. What did he? How do? much experience did Donald Trump? They were have trying to. Uh, to no, Donald Trump was a, you're, was a, you're you're saying that Obama got in there because he's black? No, he, yes, he got in there because America because America wanted a Democrat. That's it. Hillary would have won okay. in 2008 too. Okay, and we Eric wanted a Democrat. I mean, I can look it up. But how many people were in the field in the primaries? Two, Hillary and about? Obama. That's what are you it. Talking about nothing. You not remember the 2008 primary? Yeah, I'm sure there were some okay. morons getting one percent of the vote here and there. That was a two horse race, Jerry. That's. Hey, I, that I will race? look it up. Everybody in the field in the primary had more experience than Barack Obama. Had better qualifications than Barack Obama. Again, I ask you, what qualified him to be president? Go ahead, just help me out here. Answer me. The answer. same thing that qualified. Yeah, answer the, the stop with the, 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 the what about Trump? You're you're worse than these you know liberals. Type. What about Trump? 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 It's I, Trump. I'm, not, I'm not here to you know ball wash Donald Trump, Jerry. I'm here to tell you as it is, and I'm telling you right now what his qualifications. You know what his qualifications are? He got the most votes. That's his qualifications. He won. Okay, why did he do that, uh, uh, Turtle Boy? Why did he get the most votes? I think people wanted to be part of history. They wanted to see a black man. Reached the highest office in the land. That's what they they were desirous of it. They wanted the um, economy <laughs> tanked in October of 2008. The housing market bubble burst. We were stuck in these never-ending wars, and America was like, you know what? We're going to take a break from Republicans. We're going to go with not, the D. Right, right. So why was he more qualified than all the other D's, Turtle Boy? You sound so like Merrick Garland, for Christ's sake. Jerry, there were two candidates, and you know who else okay. like ran. And got like one percent of the vote earlier on. There was, you know, such political heavyweights as Chris Dodd and Dennis Kucinich and Bill Richardson and oh yes, John Edwards and Joe Biden. And, and Joe None Biden. Them, yeah, you know how many vote? You know how many time um, uh, electors they won? Zero. It's one of the hey, only primaries okay. where only two people got any electors. Okay, I don't care how many. Again, they they wanted to see him win. I'm not even criticizing them. I'm just saying they wanted to see him when they wanted yeah. to be part of history. Well, every single person, every single your person. Your opponent is just, Hillary Clinton. Every single person you just named, including Joe Biden and Chris Dodd and, and uh, Dennis Kucinich, they all had more experience and, and more. they were all more qualified for, for the position 
than Barack Obama. That's not How even disputable. So? How so? How are they more qualified okay. than him? Okay, Define Joe qualified. Biden had more time in the Senate. How's that? He, 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 okay, so he, then by your logic, then Donald Trump is the least qualified. No, by your Donald logic. Trump had, are you kidding? My Donald Trump built a business empire. You didn't say that. You said, you said that the, the, the qualifications for becoming a president are how much time you have in the Senate, I how much not. time you've been I, in the I, government. I said no such thing. I said that Biden was different than Obama in that the only uh, qualification up, Obama had was, was half a term in the Senate. Biden at least had more term, more experience in the Senate in Washington. That doesn't do much for me. John F. Kennedy had how long in the Senate? Well, John F. Kennedy, to be fair with John F. Kennedy, he had family name, though. He had like a, he had a prominent family name and a lot of money. uh, John F. Kennedy was, was a congressman. No, 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 I'm just saying the difference between what, you know, one had name recognition, Obama did not. I mean, John F. Kennedy got into the office largely because he was pretty. He looked better on TV than Richard Nixon in Correct. 1960 with the televised debates. And that act, Correct. you know, and obviously he came from money and stuff like so, that. So you're saying, you're, you're saying what qualifies Obama. Barack Obama is that other unqualified people made it to the White House. That's what you're saying. And again, John, John Kennedy was a congressman. He was a veteran. He was in I'm the war. I mean, there these are, are no qualifications. qualifications. And you throw no, Donald not. Trump. Donald Trump built a business empire. His father uh, built a business empire. No, no, he, that's that's totally untrue. You know that. He, he, oh, right, yeah. He he's a real Carnegie. He's a hey, real. You want to go, the you go over right. his net worth when he was uh when when he uh, uh went into business? And yeah, let's talk about it. What what was it? Was Donald Trump born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Yes, of course. Yes. So what are we arguing then? So of he course, had a million dollars from he's his father. He's not John Rockefeller. He's not. So he had a million dollars. He had a million dollars from his father. He turned it into whatever it was. Three or four billion. When yeah, he you know who else got a million dollars as a as a as a twenty one year old? Every Kennedy got that. That was literally the Kennedy hey, gift. A million dollars. You do you think I'm going to defend Kennedys? That makes me sick. That is. No, I'm saying there's no difference. There's no difference. What's the difference? What are you talking about? There's no difference between Donald Trump and John Kennedy. Like it's the same hey, shit. They both were given. Hey, show know, me, show me the billion dollar business empire that John F. Kennedy built. Show it to me. It didn't happen. I mean, I like people with experience in the private sector. I think that's a wonderful qualification. Uh, Trump had it. Obviously, Obama did not. He does now. He's worth a half a billion dollars. He's cashed in big time. This big time. it's not it's not like a, a criticism necessarily of people. They like the idea of making history, of showing the world that we are not a racist nation. They are electing an unqualified man. For the highest office in the land because he was breaking barriers he was he was blasting through glass i will skills. give you that like it i'm certainly uh, I'm not even good, debating anything that's a fact i'm not okay there's no debate here he would have won if he was white <laughs> that's all i'm saying you, 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 gotta, know, you gotta think be john clear. mccain he was a landslide that election wasn't even close jerry barack obama won indiana wrap your head oh, around that Indy, barack obama indiana. okay uh, Right, right. People in Indiana wanted to that's celebrate. That's how much they hated. That's how much they hated George Bush. That's they, how they, sick. Um, that, they, that was they a wanted to celebrate history. They wanted to make history in Indiana, just like they did in in Massachusetts or California. So what? Barack Obama would have lost to Donald Trump in twenty sixteen the he, same way he, Hillary Clinton did. The same way. It was the timing, Jerry. He came along at the right time. That's it. Right. And if he ran in twenty sixteen against Donald Trump, he would have lost. His the fact that he's black would not have saved him in twenty sixteen. He, he did not he win in, been in the Senate. Black. I mean, he wouldn't have been in the Senate. He had no experience. He was not a good candidate. You don't need experience. You just need to be charismatic, which he is, and you have to admit that. No, he's effective. Uh, he's is he great, not? He's the greatest 
teleprompter reader I've ever seen. The greatest teleprompter. There you go. That's the qualification seen. throughout history. That's all you've had to do hey. to become president of the United States, Jerry, <laughs> is just be a guy that stands be a good, up. Sure. Be sure. Warren, promos today are going to be lit. Just was like some great thinker of our time promos of talking about shit that's 10 years old let's let's uh let's let's let's, let's stop let's how often do we argue though Carano's Jeez, right. 15 gotta, minutes for god's sakes i want to talk about nurses and dcu you know for god's sakes you know what tv daily news is overrated it's just more of this <laughs> jesus christ blog. you read one liberal of them, bullshit you read liberal them all. garbage if you read one you read them all <laughs> i'm trying to give you credit for exposing these frauds and, i can uh, talk in reamer voice if you prefer see turtle boy i don't know if you're aware of this Carano. He has a real shameful secret that he's trying to hide. Um, some people know about it. Maybe if you've been online, you've heard about it. Maybe if you really, really know the material, you know that Turtle Boy has a dark chapter in his past. He voted for Obama. I know he all about that. Up. I did vote for Obama. He, know all he, about voted, it. he voted for Obama. So all of you people who are paying ridiculous taxes and and fighting for <laughs> outrageous regulations, you have Turtle Boy. You have Turtle Boy to thank. Like the he government voted. hasn't gotten bigger under Republicans. Come on, that's right. ridiculous. Okay, which one? Who who grows government bigger? Republicans or Democrats? It's I hate this. What about equal in my it's lifetime? Like all it's these about equal. What about Trump? It's With not John just about Trump, it's about equal in my lifetime. You look at Bush, who added the TSA and Medicare expansion and expansion of the war Patriot overseas. Act, Patriot I mean, Act. come on, Patriot Act. It's about right, equal in my lifetime. <laughs> we had a war. We didn't have a war. No one was at war there's with a, us. There's a bullshit war, Jerry. You think that was a good war? That's a bull. That was a. That's like the, that's now, the, you're that's the now you're getting me into this. Now you're getting me into this. Let's let's give me. Of course not. It was a terrible war, but that's why we we didn't have a balanced budget budget because we had a oh. war in the Middle East. Which we all supported. Chicken and eggs, circular looking argument. Back, looking, we, we were all, lied to. We were lied to. Except yeah. Donald Trump, we all supported it. Only, only Trump was against the war. Right. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, the, the, anyway, anyway. And Obama, it, Obama voted against. The if two if Hillary, if Hillary had won in 2016, and I had said she only won because lots of people, especially lots of Democrats, independents, women, wanted a woman, a woman to be the first. What would you say to that? No, no, that's, that's, I would say that's wrong. candidate. Huh? No, I, I would say that's wrong. She didn't win because she's a woman. She, she won because she's a Democrat, Jerry. Christ. There. So she was the only Democrat in the country then? There was only one Democrat, Hillary. No, she was actually one of the worst choices they could have had. Admit, like, why, I, okay, follow me. I'm going to say it slowly. Why did Democrats choose Hillary over all the other Democrats? Because she had the most money. That's money matters in politics. So if, Hillary, not- if Hillary were a man, a terrible candidate, a terrible campaigner, an unlikable person, she still would have been the nominee because she had money? Yes, that's all that matters. Okay. What, aren't it's you not all that this? matters. Jesus, Tur- Turtle Boy, usually you're a pretty astute observer of the political scene. In this case, you sound so ignorant. Hillary Clinton was only the nominee, because, well, I should say two reasons, because she was a Clinton and because she was a woman. I don't so, think people would deny that. Lots of independents. I don't deny that. So, I'll say because she's a Clinton, for sure, because her husband was president of the United States and she's filthy rich. That had a lot to do with it. And she's a well-known name in the party. She's a former United people, States There are still people who are invested in seeing a woman ascend to the highest office in the land. They picked the wrong woman. Don't get me wrong. You're just like a liberal. Your obsession with identity politics. Not my obsession. I didn't vote for her. I didn't vote for Obama. You, you did. You're focusing on his race, focusing on her gender. I don't care what race people are. I don't care what gender they are. If if she were running, or if say uh, whatever, a white Irish Catholic guy were running against a a woman 
if we're running against, uh, you know, Marsha Blackburn or, or Tim Scott, who do you think I'd support? If, if a Kennedy, an Irish Black Catholic, yeah. you know, yeah. say Joe Kennedy. Because they're Republicans, right? That's why. Because people I, vote tribally. They voted for her because she's a Democrat. End of story. But there were, okay, we're done with this. How many Democrats were in the field? One? No. There were dozens. She was a woman. People in the 2016 primary, there was dozens. There was Harren Barney, Jerry. You have selective memory about history. Really? Those, those, debates, those debates only included two people. I could have said Yes. Yeah, there was like Martin O'Malley would show okay. up in, with his 1% and get his pity clap. You don't remember those debates? It was two oh, people. You want the whole field? I'll, I'll give you the whole field. I'll there was the whole field. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Lincoln, Lincoln Chafee. Remember the Lincoln Chafee debate, Jerry? Okay, Lincoln Chafee, that's a person, correct? That's a man. I mean, yeah, how about you yeah, said there I'm was saying, no one else. I'm saying if you're under 1%, you're not a real candidate. At least in the Republican primary, everyone's polling at 5%, 6%, Rand Paul, you know, Rubio, Ted Cruz. There was a bunch of choices. In the Democrats, there was really only two people that could possibly win, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. That's it. Bernie Sanders couldn't win, but Hillary... If again, her name was Hank Clinton, she was Bill's cousin, a man, she wouldn't even be in the primary. I'm, okay. I'm, okay, we're done with this. We're done with this. Okay. 10 minutes I'm ago, not, we were done with I this. I don't care about identity politics. I would never support someone because of their race or gender. That's a Democrat thing. That's what Democrats do. They wanted a woman. They wanted an African-American. That's that. That's the difference, all right? Bernie was never going to win. But anyway, why'd you get, why'd you get me bogged down in this uh, again? Again, just do your thing. Just expose these frauds. Go back to your little weird Worcester blogging thing, and ex continue to expose. Shut up and blog. dribble. I'll, I'll just shut up yeah, and shut blog. up. And, shut, shut up and expose these yeah. these, these, <laughs> these school superintendents uh, who are banning Halloween. All right, we got lots more to get to. Beyond, we got to get to Carano's fight with Mike Silver. I missed most of this yesterday, but oh. I kind of, um, I kind of knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because. I'm going to guess uh, Silver's a sensitive little weenie, and uh, he couldn't handle the fact that we were ripping him on the show yesterday. And we do have to uh, review the absolute destruction, the murder of an, an individual on Capitol Hill, Merrick Garland. I have to ask the question, how, do you, how does Merrick Garland get to be attorney general? How does he get to be the top law enforcement agent in the country overseeing 100,000 people in the federal bureaucracy? You know why? Because they what? felt bad. Because they feel bad for him. No, because he didn't get to be a Supreme Court justice, and they, but, they feel bad for him. But it's okay. like, well, we he, gotta throw him a bone. I knew, I knew he was weak. I had no idea. They could have plucked the janitor out of the He's hallways and put him on, and he wouldn't be as weak and pathetic as this man. We will get into all that, and and Carano is going to explain to us how. Uh, this whole new rumbles locals. Relationship. If we have the time, we got twenty minutes left, guys. Let's get to DCU. Okay, DCU, whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They will bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today, dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466. 914 insured by NCUA membership required. All right. In review, um, yesterday we talked about this scoop, which turned out to be a joke, but Mike Silver was working at NFL Network. He quit to go to Bally's 
And as a uh, gift to his new employer, he sat on a scoop, a scoop that would he considered a scoop and his friends in the press box considered a scoop that the owner of the Houston Texans, Cal McNair, at a private event, a golf tournament in May, said he was sorry they had to cancel last year's tournament because of the, quote, you ready for this? The China virus. Don't say it. I'm, did you bleep it? I got to bleep it. He said the China virus. Mike Silver, as a typical pointy-headed liberal media member living in that bubble in the press box and thinking this matters, said there was an audible gasp in the room. <gasps> he said, China virus. Um, so Silver saved it, reported it when he got to Bally's. Six months his, later. Six, six, and his <laughs> friends in the media started Huge saying, Whoa, pats on the back. Mike Silver's bringing it. That's how you bring it. He's, uh, and I'm going, wait a second. Did I miss something? China virus? You mean describing a virus that came from China as the China virus is a slur? Sports Illustrated called it a racist term. A racist term to say China virus. It was a joke. We pointed out what a joke it is. I don't think it got any traction. I don't know about you, Karana. I didn't see anybody giving a damn. There's a few scandals in the NFL, including one with the Houston Texans. It ain't this. You know, I'm no, not just going to no, say, no, no. you know, maybe, uh, maybe Turtle Boy accused me of uh, doing it, you know, because Deshaun Watson's black. But Deshaun Watson has been accused by two dozen massage therapists of sexual uh, assault. Ten of them are pursuing criminal charges. If you want to look at the details uh, of the case, it's disgusting. He's a pervert. He's a he, he's a deviant. He's not playing, but he's eligible to play. The league hasn't come down on him. The league, uh, Mike Silver and his buddies in the press will hope, will try, will encourage the league to come down on McNair for saying China virus. But uh, I don't think they will. It's a made-up thing. But what happened yesterday? Silver come come back came back at you. Well, we, yeah, we tagged we tagged him in the promo where we were making fun of him for sitting on it for uh, for six months, and then all the attaboys he was getting from his stupid friends in the media. And so, and he retweeted us and said, "Oh, the reason why I waited for so long was because he was letting the little broadcasters like us, you know, cu- try to try to get to the story. But since we never did, he had to. So." I, so I made fun of him a little bit, and he couldn't take it, and eventually blocked me. Which is uh, fine. I, knew I, don't care. Was, I knew he was. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah I mean, blocked. the show did everybody because as soon as you got really smug, like who are you, this little producer for this little radio station? Um, you know, he, he gave me shit for that. I I basically I was like, well, do real journalists? He he didn't call us. He called us non-real journalists. So I said, do real journalists hit send on a six month you know six month old race baiting story? And then he blocked me. That's a good shot. No, it's like you win. You win. The mere fact that the interaction oh, took place. Yeah. With a, yeah. You, know, you have 4,000 followers. He's got 193,000. Right. You you win. The mere fact that he's interacting with me, you you won the day, Carano. Good job. Well, thank you very yes. much. And I and I think the, the the point you made is is the best one of all is, you know, he's a journalist. First of all, this isn't really a scoop or a story. Yeah. Secondly, he sat on it for five months, like to to use it to capitalize on it. He got a new job. He gave it to his new, and the people that he was serving for the last five months, they were deprived of this big scoop because he was trying to use it to his own advantage. Um, but I would say, I agree with Turtle Boy. You won the day. He's a weenie. He, he blocked you. No surprise there. And uh, much to his uh, disappointment. Did he really call it a whack segment? <laughs> he did, yeah. Are you seeing the tweets now? <laughs> what is this? That's is whack. this a man? How this old is this guy? Like, that's, what? That's, is, that, is that mad whack, yo? Like, I think it's salt and pepper phrase, right? We're talking like early nineties. Who does this guy think he is? Well, how about like, the guys? How about, the, how, about his, 
How about his friends in the media? As, uh, we, we read the tweet yesterday. Was it Sam Weich from uh, Steve Weich from yes. uh, NFL Network said, my, bo oh. my boy is bringing it. <laughs> this is how you make your presence known. Can you, can you show a picture of him? Can we get a picture of him uh, up here? People need to, if we could, Mike, so I, I had to look up what he looked like. I, I just can't imagine this guy calling anything mad whack or in these Twitter, Twitter streets. He's with that him. in and of itself is a crime. What the fuck is that? I'm looking at his Twitter. He's got a picture of him with Steve Kerr, and he's, you know, close to filleting him because, you know, he's another SJW. They, they, they you know, he's, that's what he does. That's why he's always got a job in this business because he's <laughs> a good liberal. And it's, it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's, oh, he's white turtle boy, but he's a good liberal and they take care of each other and they I'm pretend just the, the minute fans are going at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, just, people I'm are reading yeah. all the replies. Yeah. This is right. good fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, he'll never not have a job, but now he's working for Bally's. And as we said yesterday, I don't even know what that means. And you you work for Bally's. And I thought it was like a workout place, but it's a casino, right? <laughs> Bally sports. That's it? true. It is. It's a gym. It's also a, a casino. And I guess they do sports betting, sports gambling. So he's part of that somehow. I've stayed at the Bally's casino in Atlantic city. It's, there you go. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is he a greeter? As I said yesterday, he's like <laughs> Willie Mays. He's going to greet people when they come in the casino. I don't know. But I tell you, I, I yesterday, if you're Mike Silver or one of his boys, it, it, it must have been a tough day because one of your guys, Merrick Garland, you know, a guy that you thought was so great, he belonged to the Supreme Court, was reduced to, to almost to tears. He was reduced to mush. He was reduced to a puddle. It was one of the great days for the Senate, at least for the Senate Republicans, because they got a chance to go at one of one of uh, Biden's guys, Merrick Garland, and they destroyed him. They absolutely destroyed him, mostly about the uh, email that uh, he sent or his you know, he sent uh, calling uh, teachers, I mean, parents who, you know, confronted teachers about the garbage they're teaching their children. They were domestic terrorists. And he wants to use the Patriot Act. They completely exposed him. There was no evidence of this. It was just a letter from the uh, National Association of School Boards, which they've since retracted. That's all it took for him to label parents terrorists and say he was going to use the full force of the federal government to go after them. That ain't going to happen now because he was destroyed. It was a murder. A, we all witnessed. And I don't know who was better. Ted Cruz is always great, but so was Tom Cotton. Cotton. So Tom was Cotton. Josh Hawley. Yeah. Even Chuck Grassley, 112-year-old Chuck Grassley, they all went at him, and he couldn't handle it. He was, I'm serious, he was close to tears. A 68-year-old man, I, I, I looked at him. I, it was uncomfortable. It was uh, Very the, uncomfortable. the cotton exchange went at the end, and he's like, and you should resign, sir. And Garland just said Garland there. doesn't know what to say. There was dead air. <laughs> How is this the best guy for the job? This guy, he's 68, I believe. He he's sounds like he's 100 here. years old. He sounds so weak. He looks so weak. Don't you have look to? Janet, look at Janet Yellen. Have you ever heard her talk? Yeah, no. Like they, they're, they're, it's just the swamp is back, Jerry. This is the swamp. Merrick Garland is a swamp rat. The, it's back. When they say America's back, they mean the swamp. And this is what the swamp looks like. Bureaucrats like this. How do they, but aren't there better people in the swamp than Merrick Garland? God, he was pathetic. And how about when he was getting grilled on the fact that his family, his daughter and her husband are making a fortune selling critical race theory to schools, to school departments. He didn't know what to say. And, and Ted Cruz just took him apart. I don't know what you have, Corona, but there was a thousand highlights. And I don't know. 
I don't think he'll ever recover. I think there's always going to be that image when you look at him about how weak and feckless and tired he sounds. He sounds like, you know, like uh, like like Ralph Wilson in his final days. He sounds like one of these hundred year old guys that can barely speak. He's so weak. I can't imagine he inspires anybody in the Department of Justice. They all just must look at him and well, say he's just. Well, think of how think of how weak uh, uh, Biden is. I mean, he can't have stronger men in his administration than Biden. They they all have to appear weaker than him, or it it makes or makes Biden look worse. That's true. He's I mean he's given Biden a run for his money. They both sound like they should be on a rocking chair outside the Sunshine Home, you know, waiting for uh, waiting for dinner to be served at four thirty. It they really do sound so just. Just uninspiring. That's what they are. But what do we have for got, uh, sound? I've got Cotton and I've got the the Cruz and Merrick, which is the back and forth. Uh, either one, I think, is compelling to me. Which one do you like? Go for it. Let's listen to Cruz. Let's listen to my man, the Cruz missile, bringing it yesterday on the Hill. Something else. A big part of this this letter is that they're upset about parents not wanting critical race theory taught. Your son-in-law makes a very substantial sum of money from a company involved in the teaching of critical race theory. Did you seek and receive a decision from an ethics advisor at the Department of Justice before you carried out an action that would have a predictable financial benefit to your son-in-law? This memorandum is aimed at violence and threats. I just violence. asked a question. Did you it seek has an ethics? No predictable. Did you seek an ethics opinion? It has no. Did you seek an ethics opinion? <laughs> Judge, you know how to ask questions and answer them. Did you seek an ethics opinion? You asked me whether I sought an ethics opinion about something that would have a predictable effect on something. This has no predictable effect in the way that you're talking about. So, if critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make more this money? Memo has nothing. If critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make more money? Yes or no. This memorandum has nothing to do with critical race theory Will you answer or if you any sought an other ethics kind opinion? of curriculum. Will you yes. answer if you sought an ethics opinion? I am opinion? answering the best I can. Yes or no? Did you seek an ethics opinion? <laughs> this memorandum has Did nothing... Did you seek an ethics opinion? This memorandum has nothing to do with... General, are you refusing theory. to answer if you sought an ethics opinion? I'm telling you that there's no possible... General, so you're saying no. Just answer it directly. You know how to answer a question directly. I'm Did saying... you seek... An ethics opinion. <laughs> I'm telling you that if I thought. I mean, it just goes on from there for another like. Uh, it seconds, just treats him funny. like a child. It's it's so great. That's the top uh, law enforcement official in the United States, and he sounds so weak and pathetic. See, you, and that's, you almost feel sad for him. Then you remember okay. what he's standing up for. But at least put somebody up there with some fight. Like there has. To, I, I agree with you. There has to be a Democrat out there. That will, you know, get in a little pissing match with Ted Cruz. Fire back a little bit. Like, this is weak, man. This is like Eric, Eric, Eric Holder was a complete, uh, completely compromised, completely corrupt attorney general. He called himself the wingman for the president. There was no independence at all, and he didn't even pretend. But he would have fought back right there. Most people would. That was sad. You're right. And I, I, I heard Geraldo on the five. He's saying. Ted Cruz was so mean. He just sounds so mean. And, and so was Tom Cotton. They were just mean-spirited. I'm saying, when you resort to that, criticizing someone because they were too mean to your guy, that means that your guy was just pathetic. He looked like yeah. a... Well, like well, a well, if that was mean, then what was Kavanaugh? Uh, that, that's what I believe uh, one of the other people on the show, Jesse Waters, <laughs> said, what about Kavanaugh? But that, you know, obviously, that was... Uh, what the difference was, the people who grilled Kavanaugh 
were doing it based on a lie and they knew it and they lied anyway. They wanted to destroy him. The cost was so high. They said, we, we have this, this completely fabricated, you know, more than one fabricated story of him gang raping or drugging. Women. They knew it was all made up. They ran with it anyway because the stakes yeah. were so high. I mean, the difference is it's also one is personal. The Kavanaugh thing is personal. His kids are going to see these senators call, ask him if he's a rapist over and over again, which is not nothing to do with his job. It's his personal shit. Whereas this is just like, this is your job. Tell us like in your job, the context of your job, did this actually happen? Well, and and we also know son-in-law's making a fortune. They know that. He knows that. It's relevant. It's relevant. He knows it's that. Just... Did, did Kavanaugh, you know, gang rape Judy Swetrick on a boat or whatever? Of course not. They all knew that was completely made up, but they had to destroy, try to destroy the man. And, and did you see Spartacus yesterday too? He had, so Spartacus is that, you know, we send out our top guns. They send out Cory Booker. Right. And he, he, they, he started naming like, there's so many incidents. And he goes in Ohio, somebody wrote a threat to a school committee member on Facebook. That's all they got. Somebody in Ohio wrote something on Facebook that was inappropriate and threatening. And you know what you do? You just, you know, it's freaking words and, on the internet. That's and it. And I, like, I know, I, I know we do this like every day, but Antifa and BLM freaking burned the country down for a year, yeah. you know, destroyed a courthouse, burned a police station, murdered people, caused billions in damages. And Merrick Garland uh, in the, never even mentioned them. You know, never, never mentioned. I realize he came in in January, but never mentioned them. There's no uh, Patriot Act used against them. Uh, it's just why parents. didn't Bill Barr? Why didn't Bill Barr? I mean, but this is the they thing. Sucks. It's like they when they get power, right? They, they go them. after moms. They go after our people, like the weakest among us. You know, right? But when we have power. We don't go after Antifa. We don't go after BLM. Like we're we like we like Bill Barr because he sipped water one time and plays the so, bagpipes. I mean, like the why, best, why do we best like example, the, the judge in the January sixth case, one of them, kept the woman in prison because she supported Trump. He, she literally said that there were two women facing the same charges. One got to leave, uh, walk out, released. The other had to stay for two reasons. She supported Trump, and she didn't get vaccinated. So they're actually literally saying. You're staying in prison for political reasons, for political thought, for, you know, for wrong think. They're keeping people in prison. That's fighting dirty. That's something you would never see from a, a Republican or, or a, a conservative judge. Wouldn't happen. All right, we got to get to uh, how much time do I have, Corona? I don't 10. have a clock again. Yeah, huh? less, than, less than 10. Less than 10. We want, I need you to school us on this new uh, deal with uh, Rumble. See if it means anything to us. But sure. uh, also. Oh, I want to hear play Tom Cotton before we move on because he was great too. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's going to run if he's going to run uh, in twenty twenty four, but his national profile is is going up because he fights. I don't want to say dirty, but he fights hard, man. He goes at it and he holds nothing back. In this case, he uh, demanded garlic uh, quit Garland quit, which he won't do. But it was nice to see. Here it is. The answer to so, so you, you keep citing the school board letter and the news reports. News report. right. One of the news reports right. cited in that letter, which you presumably mean, is from Loudoun County, Virginia. No, that's Scott, not, that is not done, uh, what I was talking about. Well, well, you keep citing news reports, and that's. I'm just getting feedback from uh, one of your microphones there, so. Uh, I forget it. Uh, I can mute myself. Yeah, it sounds like you're doubled. Check, check. Yeah, I hear myself through one of you. I don't know. I don't know. I forget it. He, he demands. He demands Garland. Garland quit. Garland won't quit. He'll never quit. But God, 
today, uh, yesterday was a tough, tough day. But let me talk about Shay, and then we're going to then uh, Karan is going to explain to us what this new relationship between Rumble and locals means to us. Hopefully, it's, it, just make something up, Karan. Make it up how it's great. I don't need to make it up. I know what, the, what I'm doing. All right, let me tell you about Shake Concrete. Shake Concrete, as you know, has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed in your home. They have many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home and give you a much better curb appeal. Make your front step steps the talk of the town, or at least the neighborhood. Shake and remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment, people. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience, and in a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. You can also look for a job there. Shea Concrete is always hiring. They're a great company. Maybe it's time for you to make a move. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions available. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's easy. Pass a drug test and you can get a job at Shea and you'll love it. These, these are good people. It is a good company, an American company. Um, you can have a whole, you can have a career at Shea Concrete. By the way, go to Shea Concrete if you want to learn about their precast days. We're going to be at one of them. We're going to be at the precast day in Amesbury in uh, the 12th. two weeks. 12th. Yep. Two yep. weeks from uh, today. Two weeks from today. Can't wait shakeconcrete.com all right it was it was big news the other day because this is viewed this is hopefully a a a a victory for free speech a victory uh, a, a defeat for the canceled culture as we all know turtle boy knows better than anyone uh big tech is run by left-wing tyrants socialist tyrants that want to destroy talk about fighting dirty destroy anybody who gets in their way hell they Twitter canceled a congressman the other day, Jim Banks, because he said Rachel Levine was a man. Uh, and then anybody who repeated what Banks said got, got suspended or banned from Twitter. They don't mess around. They don't hide anything. They're tyrants. They want to wipe out. He's still, he's still suspended, by the way, a representative. A representative who said Rachel Levine was a biological man, which... Yeah, and by, and by the way, I was... I had to watch CNN at the gym the other day, and, and Stelter and Acosta were talking about this topic, so you know it was going to be good. And shockingly, they didn't express any outrage that, like, an elected official is being censored on social media. They just said, well, the problem here is that he's being transphobic. That's actually they, what they said. They love it. And, uh, I mean, if you listen to Stelter, half his time he spends on the air, not a lot of people watch him, by the way. He's losing the Paw Patrol in the ratings. But what he defends, you know, he is like, you know, the Boston Globe or New York Times or, you know, he defends the powerful. He defends the state. That's what he is. He's an agent of the state. So anything that challenges the power of the state, the power of the swamp, the establishment, it is CNN's job, particularly Stelter's job, to defend them. Uh, you know, that if someone goes on, he had Abigail Shriver on and uh, and. Uh, she would talk about how they're canceling everybody. But you're still allowed to talk. You're on CNN. You have whatever, 100,000 followers on Twitter. He just wants to ignore the fact that people are being banned, suspended, disappeared by big tech on, on a daily basis. And it's going to get worse because they control all the levers of power. 
but not Rumble. They don't control Rumble or Locals. Uh, so what will this mean now? Rumble's bought Locals. Rumble's has 40 million users. I don't know the number for Locals. But will this indeed challenge uh, um, YouTube and other big tech forums? Uh, so, so you're right with Rumble. Rumble is a uh, YouTube alternative, right? And it's a place where you can host videos. And the, one of the powerful things about uh, YouTube is that it's not just like it's holding your content, but you can also send that content else, uh, out elsewhere from it. It's a platform that holds it. Jerry, I'm going to mute you while I'm talking. So what ends up happening is uh, is Rumble is is a is an alternative to that. So you go to Rumble, you you post your videos, and then you can you can send it out. It's a platform that lets you send it out to other places. Now, it buying local, I think it's a good thing. But the the problem long term is if it, it's a centralized service, just like YouTube is. So if it gets big enough, the Feds can come down on it, just like they can come down on on other, and put pressure on all the other social media companies. So it's whether or not they you know if they go. If they have all their servers in the United States, they go. They could go by the way of of Parler and just get shut down because because uh, the government puts pressure on on Amazon to to cancel their server subscription. The only way for them to be effective is to have their servers in a decentralized way and to create a protocol, not a platform, long term that isn't centrally located that can get shut down. So right. I think it's a good thing for now. But if it gets big enough, it'll face the same pressures that Twitter does and that YouTube does now. So we'll we'll have to see. I, I, it's a good thing right now, but who yeah. knows what it'll what'll, you're, what'll you're be. In, you're in, completely correct. In I the, mean, that's uh, in the ultimately what what shut what Parler's weakness was that they were dependent upon other tech companies for their existence. They were dependent on Amazon, right? So they always say start your own social media company, and then you do, but you're still dependent on other tech companies and, and rumble seems to be not dependent on them which we'll indicates see. that they could survive yeah we'll see well i i heard dave rubin was on talking about this he was one of the founders of uh locals and he said they do not depend on uh amazon aws the way parlor did but uh we will find out when you say they'll face the same pressures as YouTube or Twitter, what do you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't know what you meant by that either. I just mean that over time when things get – when the only reason why Twitter is is canceling people is because they're big enough that people care. So when Rumble is big enough where enough people care, uh, they'll face the same pressures that Twitter and YouTube does, whether it's from the feds or the woke, the woke mob, feds, all sorts of stuff. It's the same thing that happened to Twitter. If Twitter were small – Twitter's run by the woke mob. The difference is Rumble is owned by you know Dan Bongino. No, the problem like- is centralization eventually. Eventually, they will get run by the woke mob too, as long as they're centralized, because that's just. Can how I give you one beef I have with Rumble? Because I start, I got suspended for a week for medical disinformation on a YouTube live stream that I did. So we created a Rumble account and we started putting our videos on it. The weakness of Rumble right now is the lack of a live stream. People want live content; they want to comment. People want to interact with them. Rumble doesn't offer that. Yeah, you they do. You have to pay, pay. for it. Yeah, but that's that's whack. No, that's mad whack. If, to quote Mike Silva, you, you know that's that's not cool. Like it's not cool that because you can get free streaming anywhere. Why should nobody wants to pay for streaming? All right, all right. Hey, listen, we're uh, we're about one minute left. To, we're gonna lose the live stream. So can we wrap it up? All right, Turtle Boy, uh, TB Daily News. You can follow Turtle Boy on Twitter. He's breaking stories left and right. Don't hold it against him that he voted for Obama twice. Right? You voted for Obama twice. I did. Okay. Oh, Give me God. a break. I cannot believe that. See, if I were a Democrat, I wouldn't be your friend. I'd say I hate you because you voted for the wrong guy, but I can handle it. I'm, you know, I'm open minded enough. I can handle it. My friend Turtle Boy, he screwed up twice and voted for Barack Obama. And he thinks, still thinks Barack Obama's a wonderful man. 
Have you been listening to his podcast with Springsteen? Oh, it's wonderful. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like Obama, Jerry. He's a huge letdown. Huge letdown. All right, TB Daily News. Check him out. Thanks, Turtle Boy. Thanks, Carano. Thanks to everybody for watching, watching, and listening and commenting. Uh, we have a show tomorrow on Locals. Check it out. Join us. Join our community on Locals tomorrow. We're going to have to get to our friend, the nurse, and an update on that, and and an update for anybody who's losing their job, who's getting purged because they're not vaccinated. We have some news and some good news on that. We will get into that tomorrow on our show at Locals, but we will leave it there for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. We will talk to you again tomorrow on Locals. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.